Hello there, listener, and welcome to Better Than Fine. I'm your host, holistic wellness coach, Darlene Marshall. And in this podcast, we strive to give you reliable, evidence-based wellness information, whether you yourself are a coach, you're another kind of lifestyle professional, or you're just somebody living their life, uh, looking to live it better. And this episode came out of a lot of feedback that I've been getting from the world in the last week or so. And I, I had a different episode planned, but it just called to me. It was time to talk about this from clients and students and followers, fans of the show, people who've been reaching out, feeling this feeling. You know, there's so many things going on right now and so many different avenues of our lives. And all of these interactions were expressing a heaviness, a set of challenging emotional situations and the feeling that not really knowing what to do with it or about it. So what are we supposed to do with that feeling when there's so much going on that challenges us in ourselves, but you're genuinely somebody who wants to take good care of yourself? What do you do? Well, Maybe you turn to your favorite like self-care, wellness, fitness, social media influencers and look to their advice. And many of them are putting out advice on this topic right now. And maybe you're someone who then doubles down on your wellness practices. There's so many good options out there, right? Yoga, eating well, exercising, meditation, sleep, getting outside more, going for walks. Maybe you're going to uh, change up your fitness routine. Maybe you try the Pomodoro technique so that you can get some more motivation to get your to-do list done, get, get more done during the day. Um, reading any of the books on your recommended reading list, trying a journaling practice. You know, don't, don't forget about gratitude. I feel like that's a big one out there in the world. With so many meaningful practices out there, it's a lot to choose from, which is good. It's important. Because not everything works for everybody, right? And not everything works all the time. So having a great variety of tools in your personal toolbox or your coaching toolbox makes a big difference. It's how we're able to help a lot of different people and how personally, internally, you're able to react to a whole variety of different situations. All of that matters. But can you have too much of a good thing? Can it be too many tools when you're going through something you haven't really had to work through before. So the problem here is that point when wellness starts to feel like a chore, when you don't know what to do and there's incredible pressure to not just do something, but to do everything, all of it, to kind of throw the toolkit at yourself. And I am just as guilty of this problem as anybody. I remember back, you know, I was living in New York City, June of 2020, the city was really tense. And I told myself, okay, I've got all these tools. I have to remain resilient. I'm going to do everything. And eventually it got to feel like just another thing on my to-do list that I was making myself do. And there's so many tools and to-do lists and checkboxes out there that influence us. You know, I went and looked at one popular biohackers website to see like, okay, what's this, this person, this well-known person in the space, what are they recommending that people do in their morning? 
So this is the morning routine that this you know, lifestyle influencer has. You ready? So upon waking, they journal. They journal for at least 20 minutes and then they read whatever spiritual development book they're currently reading for half an hour. Then washing their face with a like luxurily cleanse, oil cleanser is what they call it. Uh, and then oil pulling, which is like swishing an oil in your mouth. Uh, it's an Ayurvedic technique. Then they drink a special coffee, of course, co-branded so that they get a little kickback if you buy it through their website. 15 minutes of self-myofascial release and breath work. Another 20 minutes going out on the internet to gather information about like the state of the world that day. A water ritual with hydrogen tablets. Then using the bathroom and don't forget once a week to do your coffee enema. Okay, important wellness practices here. Then a workout. That's just the morning routine. That doesn't include the light therapy, the compression boots, the optimized nap, the nicotine gum to enhance productivity, red, white blocking glasses, special light bulbs in the bedroom, cold plunge and shawl ritual, or the mushroom supplements that come at the end of the day. Who has time for that? And how many of us have the budget for that? Because it can't just be any mushroom supplement or any coffee enema. It has to be this designer, uh, you know, toxin-free specialty coffee enema. No wonder people feel overwhelmed. I feel overwhelmed reading that checklist and I even know what all those things are. So let's be real. In a world where most people are already saying that they're burnt out, what do we do when self-care starts to feel like one more thing that you have to check the box for? Why should self-care feel like a chore? And why is this happening? Well, before the pandemic, wellness was already a booming industry. It was evaluated by the Global Wellness Institute in 2019 to be a 4.9 trillion, with a T, trillion dollar industry. And it's expected to be 7 trillion by 2025. That's a lot of money. And this is with a big, broad definition of what wellness means. So that includes beauty and fitness and wellness tourism. And I don't know what wellness real estate is, but it includes that too. Spas and workplace wellness programs. You get the idea. There's a lot changing in the wellness world really quickly. And that means that anybody looking to cash in on the wellness trends can turn to these old marketing techniques and have those tricks at their fingertips. Now, part of that is to convince consumers that they need something to change right now, right? It's a, a foundational marketing technique and idea to convince people that something's wrong with them that they need to fix. And that what that wellness person, that product, that service has is what's gonna change. So if you follow 10 different people, you're going to have 10 different supplements that you have to have in your magic morning, all with a discount code. So who do you choose? Where do you prioritize your spending dollars in an economy that has so many people feeling overwhelmed when what really you're just trying to take care of yourself? You're listening to the Better Than Fine podcast. I'm Darlene Marshall. We're talking about wellness overwhelm. And the way that wellness is being framed right now 
you talk about it in a way that's like you're striving for something. You have to be more well, more optimized, more fit, more productive. And so many people just can't handle one more thing. You need a break it's before they burn out even more. So part of the problem personally is when self-care starts to feel like a chore, we begin to avoid the things that we actually need to do to meet our people needs, our needs of our humanity. And I believe that that is when we start to languish. So maybe you've heard that word before. If you haven't, you've probably heard the words that go with it. So flourish is when things are going really well. You're actualizing, you feel good, you're doing the things that you want to do, you're achieving your goals, your foundational needs are net. That's flourishing. And we all know what struggling feels like, right? It's when you're, those foundational needs aren't met. You're not able to show up in the world as who you want to be. You're experiencing mental health or physical health challenges, right? That's the other end. Languishing is what's in the middle. That's when like, okay, there's nothing really wrong. I'm fine, but I'm not really where I want to be. I'm not really who I want to be. And maybe this is you. Maybe you're hearing yourself in this and telling yourself, oh, I have to do something different. This has got to change. I've got to uh, meditate and yoga and sleeping and da, 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 and bedtime ritual and morning ritual and perfect supplementation and whatever. But then when the time comes to do it, it's too much. And then you end up on, you know, the couch with some pizza or whatever. Not that there is anything wrong with that, but if we push it too far, if we fall into the wellness overwhelm trap, we end up in the opposite of what it means to take care of ourselves, which is the definition of self-care. So I want to share with you two tools from the positive psychology world, which I teach in my self-care workshop that I believe really help to move through this place of wellness overwhelm if you are experiencing it. The first is to embrace the idea that perfect is the enemy of good enough. And really what you need to embody is what's good enough to get you to your goals. So you don't need the perfect biohack or the perfect morning strategy or the perfect bath ritual. You need your foundational needs to be met in a way that supports you growing in the ways that you want to grow. And if you get to the place where you're happy and you're comfortable and you're good with yourself, be there. You don't need more because it doesn't have to be perfect. And if you struggle with this idea of perfectionism, what I recommend is reading the book, The Paradox of Choice by Barry Schwartz, which dives into the idea that more doesn't actually make us happier. That what makes us happy is when we know what's going to satisfy us and we're able to enjoy being satisfied. Now, the second tool. So first, perfect enemy of good enough. The second is a tool from researcher Sonia Lyubomirsky in her book, The How of Happiness. And she designed a tool to help with what's called person activity fit. It's the idea, if we embrace this idea that not everything works for everybody and not everything works all the time, what you need is to find the thing that works for you right now. So fitting the person to the tool. 
instead of telling everybody they need to do everything all the time. So what do you need right now? And what's going to meet that need? And that's what you go for. And then you let everything else just fall away. Give yourself permission to not do things perfectly and to not do everything all the time because that's what leads us to the place of overwhelm. Okay, and this last little bit that I want to share with you is from one of my favorite professors of all time, one of the best educators I have ever had the pleasure of experiencing. And if you've ever had a teacher that you were like, wow, that person can teach, you know the feeling I'm talking about. And this is James Powelski. He's from the University of Pennsylvania, and he is he's a dapper man. Uh, he loves the work of William James. He is gifted as a practitioner and a facilitator. And he shared with me that when, ever since he was in college, when he's having an off day or an off period in his life, he will ask himself, have you eaten? Have you slept enough? Did you get any movement? And if the answer to any of those three is no, he goes and meets that need before he tries to figure out what's wrong. Because what's wrong is you might just be like hangry or tired or need like to go for a run. And then if all three of those needs are met, then he'll dive deeper into like what's going on with me. And if you want to hear more about the process of diving deeper, that's next week's episode. We're going to talk about how do you use your emotional landscape as a tool to help you understand yourself better. Because sometimes the simple really is good enough to get you where you're going. Sometimes the simple answer is what you need for your self-care and your wellness. And do you really need coffee enemas and special mushrooms to be well? Or can you meet your foundational needs and get there instead? All right, we're going to leave it there. If you are enjoying the show, please subscribe, like, leave us a review on whatever podcasting platform you are enjoying this on. Leave us a comment if you've got suggestions, ideas, like us on YouTube. Uh, And you can find me on Instagram. I'm Darlene.coach. DM me, comment, let me know what episodes would be helpful for you, what your thoughts are on your own well-being. And if you're experiencing wellness overwhelm, what's been helpful to you, I would love to hear from you. And thanks. 